0: Do we have to practice polygamy in heaven? Next on The Ex-Mormon Files. Hi, and welcome to another episode of The Ex-Mormon Files. I'm your host, Bishop Earl, and I appreciate you. Joining along with us, uh, last time we got to meet Alex, Alexander, Caleb Alex, Alexander, right?
1: Yes.
0: And today we get to meet his lovely wife, Sherry, and thanks for coming all the way up from Cedar City. Oh, thank you. You had to start early this morning, didn't you? Yes. (laughs) And I appreciate it. We heard just a little bit about your story. Anything you need to to, uh, correct uh, Alex about? No. (laughs) At this point, maybe something will... But anyway, it's nice. We heard little tidbits, and it sounds like you were born in the church, yes. and you have deep roots. It sounds like very deep. Yeah. In fact, your is it a great grandfather kind of great 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 grandfather was John Murdoch, mm-hmm. and he was at April sixth, eighteen thirty. Is that true? At the,
1: yeah, he was there.
0: He was at the original meeting. Did he write anything about that or make any notes? Yes, or? he
1: has a journal. It's been published.
0: Oh really? Yeah. Does he mention that Joseph Smith talked about the first vision or that he got the priesthood in that um, in that
1: uh, I don't in the, recall in his journal. I know that interested. John Murdoch received it and he talked about receiving the priesthood.
0: John Murdoch's yes. priesthood. On, From on, Joseph Smith. Right. But I just meant during that August or April 6th, 1830 meeting, there's no...
1: I read it as a teenager and I just really liked his poetry.
0: Yeah. It just always seemed to me that if, if I was organizing a church 10 years after I saw God and Jesus that I'd probably mention it there and say I've been given this authority or request or called to be a prophet or something and... And then just last year, I got the Aaronic priesthood and the Melchizedek priesthood, and you know, I don't. know. Yeah, anyway.
1: I don't recall
0: I, whether he said that or not. In his.
1: Anyway, so tell us, where were you
0: born? Were you
1: American Fork?
0: Well, yeah. And did you stay there? And, were you no, there?
1: Uh, my family didn't live there. Um, I was supposed to have been aborted, and oh, gosh, yeah, I wasn't yeah. a viable pregnancy. Well, look at you. I know. <laughs> I was actually one of the babies that was x-rayed <laughs>
0: <Really>? <laughs> back
1: before they knew that was bad. Oh. But um, a cousin, Dr. Murdoch, agreed to do the pregnancy with my mother, so wow. she traveled.
0: Oh, she came up to American Florida. She
1: was living in Pleasant Grove at the time.
0: Oh, okay. So where were you raised then, pretty much?
1: Everywhere. Oh, all over. <laughs> uh, when I was seven... Um, I can't remember. If I was seven, or just after I turned eight, we moved to Chicago, Illinois. Oh. Until I was fourteen. Oh,
0: and do you have much memory of Chicago?
1: Yeah, actually, really? uh, my father was in Area Seventies out there, and so.
0: Oh, he was.
1: Yeah. Oh. He has gone a lot. <laughs> yeah.
0: An Area Seventy. Yeah. And and where was he? Where were you living when you went to Chicago for that assignment? Oh, were you in Chicago?
1: We were in Ogden.
0: Oh, in Ogden. Okay.
1: And uh, he got a job out there, Hmm. so we moved. And uh, it was when we were there that he was called. Called. Yeah.
0: So the church has just been your whole life. You're baptized at age eight, and I guess in primary and the whole.
1: Some of of my earlier memories are being in Gene R. Cook's home with his children. I was good friends with his daughter. Oh, my. So.
0: Well, just, just to always. pin you down a little bit more, where did you go to high school? St. George. St. George, okay. By now, you've moved to St. George. Yeah. And have you been anywhere since then? I mean, or have you always been now in St. George?
1: Uh, no. Um, <laughs> uh, when I, we were married, we've been uh, Missouri, California, Nevada.
0: Oh, my goodness. Yeah. You are well-traveled, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> so... The church was your whole life, I guess. Yes. You had brothers and sisters, did you?
1: A lot, yeah. Um, from the middle of seven, actually, three oh. sisters, three brothers.
0: Wow. And um, I see you're Jesus enough here. Is, is yeah, I didn't Jesus, get to go. Was Jesus enough as a Mormon? Did you? No. When you, and now, as you reflect back on that growing up, did you? What did you think of Jesus?
1: Um. You know, I mean, obviously taught that he was our older brother and that you had to follow everything that he told us to follow and um, more distant, not as personal.
0: You really sense that?
1: Yeah, um, because if you get in trouble, then you have to pray immediately (laughs) and, you know. Kind of, he wouldn't approve of that. Remember he's coming back and, you know, so it's almost a threat.
0: Yeah. Did you take seminary? Oh, yes. Did you? Any questions ever come up in your youth or in seminary that kind of made you think a little bit or think, I guess I'll have to figure that out later?
1: Um, I did go to uh, my father with questions and was basically told to
0: stop questioning. Really? Yeah. Do you remember any specific questions, or
1: um, I asked about? Well, I even asked about the polygamy at one time and made sure that I would never have to do that.
0: And did he say that you'd have the? I would have to. You'd have to. That you just accept the, it. Oh, that you would have to live polygamy.
1: Um, yeah, in, that in celestial kingdom, you everybody is polygamist. You just deal with it. So then I decided I was just going to be the first wife
0: and say no (laughs) right
1: no i just you know i read the bible enough to know that the first wife had all the power
0: (laughs) (laughs) and i guess that's true today in the polygamy groups generally is the first wife is the
1: um, the mother of the rest yeah
0: yeah so uh, just no real questions the church is just true and and um, you find somewhere along the way you find alex what, yep. uh, how did you draw together? I guess we didn't hear too much about that. Uh,
1: so we, d- I did meet him at a fireside earlier on. Okay. Uh, the second time I met him, he had cut his hair. I actually did not know it was him. Really? I was first introduced to him as Casper.
0: Oh my goodness! And I
1: thought, oh my goodness, another one of those he California boys.
0: <laughs> did he have a beard and maybe just the he, long hair and earrings? Just the line. And I just thought,
1: oh, I I don't like California guys. So the second time
0: he had his haircut, he had his haircut.
1: I was introduced to him as Caleb. I had no. Actually, it was a couple weeks before our wedding that I found out it was him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and it was the same one that you'd met. Yes. That week before. Well, that's funny. Somebody
1: called him Casper. I said, I think I've met a Casper before. He goes, well, yeah, we met at a fireside. And I said, that was you. He said Seriously? it was really actually kind of a nervous moment for him. He thought I was going to back out right then.
0: Oh, my goodness. So why did he happen to cut his hair? Just for you, do you think? Oh, no. Or change his appearance, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Was it love at first sight for you, too? or? Um. He kinda indicated yeah, <laughs> the second time. second time. Yeah. Not the first time. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, that's interesting. And so uh, you just were Royal happy and courtship. Yeah. Yeah. Married and then eventually in the temple. Had you been through the temple before no. you hadn't been?
1: No, I was actually though planning on going on an L D S mission when I met him.
0: Oh, you were. And did I was you going was this disappointing process. to the family that you
1: they did not know, they, so I had fallen away oh. for a while and had just been brought back in, and was talking to my singles ward bishop about it. Okay. He was helping me go through the process. It was to be a surprise.
0: Oh, to the family. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's interesting how we have our ups and downs in life, and. Uh, Anyway, so you you get married and eventually sealed in the temple, and and what was that experience like for you?
1: Well, my grandfather officiated, so oh, he did. Yeah, <laughs> uh, both sets of grandparents worked in the temple.
0: Oh, okay.
1: And so it was it was a little nerve wracking. I was trying to remember everything. I remember being very nervous that oh, I sure. would forget.
0: Yeah, make sure any we small remember part. The right stuff. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, I felt the same way. Um, so then just busy, active, and becoming a mom and all the things that go along with life?
1: I was immediately called into the primary, yes. Oh, yeah.
0: Spent a lot of time there. And, and, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> um, I remember moving into a ward, and two weeks after we moved in, I was called to teach the eight-year-olds. Mm. Just kind of what I did. Yeah. I would be released when I was having trouble with pregnancies, then, as soon as the kids were about four months old, i get called back.
0: <laughs> well, you know, it, it's hard to. to. Do you feel like you spend a lot of time or some time studying the church and the, the Book of Mormon, Doctrine and Covenants, and all that? By the
1: time I got married, I had read it cover to cover 25 times.
0: Oh, really? The Book of Mormon? Mm-hmm. Never any questions about it? Or? Well, it was
1: usually at 6 a.m. <laughs>
0: And then little snippets or you know, oh, chapter Oh, we read a chapter
1: a day at least.
0: Oh, with the family? Yeah. Oh, okay. Twenty-five times. Oh, wow. yes. And um, had you prayed about it and no. got the burning in the bosom or anything?
1: No. Hadn't I was you? just raised to always believe it and yeah. just told that's what it was and not to question. So
0: hmm. Even with the Moroni's promise at the end, you, you just... Uh, yeah, just believed it. Yeah, you know? I was just told to. And the prophets and the, I guess you listen to a lot of general conference over the years and.
1: Yes, with snacks.
0: Like, with snacks.
1: <laughs> well, it's a big day for us. So super bowl for you know other people is big. Yeah. For our family, it was general, general conference,
0: conference. Yeah, twice a all year. All the
1: snacks come out. We all sit in blankets.
0: I try not to fall asleep.
1: <laughs> no, oh, you don't fall asleep. Oh. My dad's a jokester. <laughs> oh. You got water. <laughs>
0: oh, you really got some water on you. <laughs> well, I always wanted the kids to at least listen to a couple of talks, especially the prophet, but uh, we, didn't, we didn't force them to listen to all of them, but we always did, you know, the yeah. mom, and, mom and dad. So, you just go along in life and everything's happy and you're are you satisfied with your Mormon Life and all that at this point?
1: Um, no. Uh, having children that were not neurotypicals mm. kind of caused ripples a yeah. lot. Um, you know, they would be inappropriate. I was never the perfect Mormon mom. Mm. So there was a lot of pressure there. And Really? I actually ended up... Um, under a lot of stress and pressure, ended up in the hospital mm. with a uh, palsy seizure and oh, some severe migraines and mm-hmm. issues like that. Yeah. Put on the antidepressants and mm-hmm. anti-seizure medicine. and yeah. uh, I was also going to school. My, my husband was struggling with his health at the point, and so I was working a lot and going to school and trying to... Be the working mom and the perfect Mormon mom, and I just wasn't succeeding. (laughs) A
0: lot of stress, and a lot of, and you felt, what do you feel at this point? I mean, you just. Well, no, I meant during this oh, during that during this time. You just, just
1: that I'd never live up to it.
0: Was God punishing you, or were you just I, not keeping all the commandments? I became very angry with him. You're not keeping all the commandments, or something? You no, know?
1: well, I just thought um, I I became angry that he had given me some tough Challenge, challenges yeah. to live through, um, and it just. Life got a little hard with, you know, my husband was losing his jobs at this point. He was unable to work. Because of his
0: illness. Yeah.
1: yeah, I just became very angry that he had, it felt like a cursing upon my children. Mm. Um, Their special needs did at the time and just didn't think I could go on.
0: I'm sorry. That must have been really challenging. Uh, And where along the way was this? Were you...
1: Um, this was How long about ago? 2016, I think.
0: Oh, really? That recent?
1: Yes. Oh,
0: wow. And, uh, so you'd had all your, you've had five children, yeah. was it? Five children, and, uh, and raising them and everything. But you also have uh, a degree yes. now, where you um, got through school?
1: Uh, finished school in 2017 with my bachelor's degree and uh, became a support coordinator, an external support coordinator for the Division of Services for People with Disabilities. Yeah,
0: that's wonderful.
1: But I had worked um, for a provider before then, yeah. so I've worked in the field for... 18. I started the day after my 18th birthday in the field. Oh, really? So before having children.
0: Oh, you were drawn to that... Uh, so so what happens, I guess, I guess on a religious level? I'm so sorry to hear about the challenges that you've had. And
1: They're good. sounds
0: like you've got a great attitude about things. And um, so what happens on the religious side of things?
1: Um, my husband came to me and told me he has quit the LDS Church. Um, and it was shortly after my son had decided not to go on a mission. And so there was a kind of a stigma how do, how that goes along with that. How does a husband
0: do that? <laughs> Just Quite bluntly. You down, did he? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just came in and announced it one day.
0: He, he kind of has that uh, He's a very employ.
1: blunt person. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so what he said, I, I'm through at the church, or I don't believe it
1: anymore. Yeah, did he's he offer expressed any explanation? a lot of um, issues over the years. I don't know about this and what does this mean? And if I couldn't explain it, I'd go to my dad and he'd give me the explanation. And I knew he was unhappy. I knew he had doubts.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, And I'd always say, oh, well, that's Satan working on you. Sure. Um,
0: Trying to deceive the very elect, as they say.
1: But I think if I had believed more, I probably would have been more active. (laughs) Oh. So I think there was always something that didn't sit right with me.
0: God was softening your heart a little bit or something. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah I always laugh. He, it took a while. My husband had to be patient with me for 20 years.
0: <laughs> well, and God's so patient too, isn't He? Yes. Yeah. So then you, what do you do at this point? You, He's made this announcement. You say, I'm sorry, I'm going to church and forget it.
1: Or well, then? I just said, you know, I... I believe in eternal families, and I don't want to lose my eternal family. That was a very frightening thought for me not to yeah. have that assurance that I had always been given. Yeah. Even though I always doubted that I could ever make it high enough <laughs> make to... It,
0: make it there. You always thoughts question that. My were always bad, so...
1: Right.
0: Am I going to make it to the celestial kingdom anyway, you know?
1: But I knew my daughter would, because she's perfect. Yeah. She was born perfect, and so... It was always i I've got to do it, I've got to do it. I want to
0: be with my family.
1: But at the same time, their behaviors often kept us away from church.
0: Mm, That's understandable. Yeah. Did you, uh, was there specific things that he brought up that you would then go research or study, or what did you do?
1: So he told me about the He'd tell me different things, and i go, you know, I really wish you'd quit reading the anti-LDS. <laughs> I
0: don't want to hear any more about that. Yeah, those, it,
1: I said, you know, you're reading lie. It's just liars, people who are sinners, is what I've always taught.
0: And bitter and, you know, all that stuff.
1: They couldn't live it. <laughs> yes. They wanted to go and sin. Right. Uh, and so he said, no, you know, I read this on um, LDS.org. The church put these essays out, And I thought, well, you're just pushing and trying to see things in it. So I would really not listen when he talked about it. And then one day I thought, you know, I really should know what that is. And so I went and started reading them. And I spent about three hours just reading one after the other. And I just
0: called him and
1: I said, did you know this was in there? (laughs) He goes, well, yeah." yeah. So... I next went to my dad for explanation, you know,
0: with these essays,
1: with the essays in hand, and so
0: to speak. Well, yeah, and yeah,
1: you know, this is what I was and taught. But the first, you know, the first vision was a very big one for me, yeah. especially me too, being in the psychology field. And yeah. I was told, well, he was just talking to different people, and yeah. so it was, you know, different audiences. I said, yeah. but, but they're different enough. You know, I understand how memory works. If it were that significant, the small details would be remembered. Yeah. And the the details are changing. And he, oh, you're looking for things. And he said, okay, well then, how do you explain him marrying married women and, and that's a 14-year-old admitted, daughter, admitted or a 14-year-old little essays. girl yeah. that he married? And, well, it never said that he had sexual relations. I said, well, what they said is that they can't—they don't know for sure whether or not. Yeah. I said, so that kind of is almost admitting they know. because now all you're reading into it. I said, okay, well, then explain why Joseph Smith said women were getting the priesthood and gave parts of the priesthood to certain women, and then it was taken from them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: When he said it was going to happen and he said oh, well no you're just misreading that so i read it to him he goes well you're just taking it out of
0: context i <laughs> yeah.
1: said no dad i'm not
0: that's kind of the way we would look at we good mormons would look at things all right and just dismiss what we don't understand and,
1: well and then and, he said well uh, you know your brothers and sisters have all read them and they don't have a problem with them
0: oh uh, okay but i do
1: <laughs> <laughs> so
0: so that wasn't helpful uh, Not terribly. really. Yeah. Um,
1: at that point, I took off my garments and really? was kind of done. Um, I said, you know, as long as I'm doubting to this degree, I shouldn't be wearing them. Yeah, I hadn't thrown them away or anything. I just took them off. And I thought, I'm going to talk to my parents about it after Christmas. Because I didn't want to ruin Christmas.
0: And this is like 2017? It was just this last oh, year. Oh,
1: 2018.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. And my son went and told them. My 19-year-old son. I said, "Well, then, cat's out of the bag." So I told him the truth. Um, I jokingly told my husband I wouldn't go to church with him till he grew his hair, because I was really tired of him being bald. <laughs> so he actually did grow his hair. Oh my goodness! I went to church uh, at first, kind of very reserved. I when you say church, scary. where did you go? Sunrise. The Christian Sunrise Church in, there in yeah. Cedar City. Yeah, very reserved. Um, it very different than anything I had been through.
0: Yeah, what did you think?
1: A little scared.
0: Yeah, the music.
1: I loved the music. Did you? Yes. That—that's actually what touched me the most was the music. Isn't that
0: amazing? And did you obviously notice—and we say this all the time—but just how worshipful it is to Jesus? And
1: yeah, you've never
0: experienced that before, had you?
1: I hadn't experienced the feelings that it gave me. Yeah, the extreme feelings. Right. Um, I said the prayer more out of curiosity, to be honest. Than I think accepting at that moment, I was very curious, and I said it, and you then mean it was like a
0: sinner's prayer. Is that what you're? Saying? Uh, I'm sorry. The no, prayer? no,
1: the prayer. Uh, so our our pastor oh. um, gives everybody the um, we all do the prayer to accept Christ.
0: Oh, okay.
1: And everybody says it, and that way, if you're new and you don't want to be singled out, you can oh. do it without feeling like people are looking at you. Oh, I see. And then, so I did, and it was yes. just this immense freedom. I just felt accepted in a way from from Jesus that I had never felt accepted before.
0: You really believed the words, huh? Yes. The, and the feeling that you were feeling.
1: It was just a, it was a freedom that... Yeah. I was loved. I was okay.
0: Yeah. And did you start sense? I mean, uh, to start sensing what Jesus had actually done for us, did you? We did you appreciate that as a Mormon?
1: Not fully. Yeah. Um, I had read the Miracles of Forgiveness, so I'd right. been Jesus told how pre- bad I was. And you
0: knew Jesus prayed in the Garden of Gethsemane. And I knew all the basics. That. Yeah.
1: But the fact that it was free.
0: <laughs> we didn't understand that
1: it wasn't it wasn't an understanding i had
0: and the cross
1: i was always told to avoid the cross I know. we don't focus on his death only on his life
0: yeah. and and yet that's where he shed his blood and that's where the and that's gift where he was,
1: gave us yeah
0: paid for our sins yeah aren't you aren't you just can you believe you're here at this point no. I mean, a couple of years ago, you'd have thought a year what? ago
1: I wouldn't have believed it.
0: <laughs> you would never have thought this. You could even be doing this. No. Ah, no. uh, it is. It's miraculous, and it's just like a burden is off your shoulders, isn't there? And a, yes, a freedom. But but yet you're trusting now in. I feel in like Jesus. a better mom. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. More gracious or. What? Just what? What? What do you mean? I'm.
1: I don't have to live up to, the perfect Mormon mom standards. Yeah. With being perfect in, all of your crafts, your cooking, your, house, your everything, while being a full time, working mom. Sure. Because I've worked, at least one full time job, and sometimes two. All
0: these years.
1: Huh? And, so I was never the perfect mom, and now. My kids love me, we talk about Jesus, we listen to Christian music, and it's just a happier home.
0: Had you ever done that as a Mormon? No. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? <laughs> it's just so different. You know, one thing that just got me, and it just hit me, But uh, so I think I better say it, but the whole thing about tithing, it's mm-hmm. such a standard in the church, this 10%, you know? And of course, how, who defines that? But the 10%, as opposed to being a cheerful giver... Yes. I mean that whole concept is just so, you have this law on one end and you have this grace and, and your heart on the other side where you're a gracious giver and, and you cheerfully give whether it's 15 or 30 percent or 2 percent if that's what you, you can afford. You give what
1: you can. You can. And it feels free.
0: And you're giving, you're giving your best. I feel happier about giving. Don't you though?
1: When I put it in, it's whatever with a smile, the amount is. Rather than if if I don't give the exact amount, then I can't go to the temple, and exactly. then people will think less of me. And yeah. it's still living up to that image that you have to maintain.
0: I just wish more Mormons could sense that joy that we feel, the liberty, and having instead that, of the
1: fire insurance.
0: Yeah, and having that. Uh, the law's done away with in Jesus, that he paid for our sins, and we've been given this free gift of eternal life if we'll just accept it. Yep. Sounds easy, doesn't it?
1: It does, and it feels well, nice.
0: Does it really? Uh yeah, it does for me too. Well, anything I know, you've got such a, a really a wonderful family. I mean, I'm I sure do. these good Mormons have just been the best people and raised you and, have. and proud of their heritage and all that stuff. And and you know, we don't, we never want to act like we hate Mormons or oh, absolutely have anything not. but love for them. And that's why we do this, you know. Yes. But the Mormonism that puts us under bondage and. That's what we want people to understand. Yes. That that, that's not necessary. So anything you want to say to your sweet family and (laughs) if they listen to this, Jesus
1: loves you, (laughs) and it's all free.
0: That's a good message, huh? So, again, Carla and I, my wife, we just look at each other every once in a while and say, "Well, what what just happened?" (laughs) You know. Now it's been seven years, so it's not quite. But for you, it's almost. Like, gee, what, who turned that corner?
1: <laughs> I'm still surprised oh, yeah. almost daily by what I read in the Bible.
0: Yeah. Isn't that fun? It is. To read something. like And I uh, have to only read one book, which is nice, too. Yes. I like that part of it. But uh, to read what Paul wrote. And, so now you don't have to live polygamy in heaven. Yeah, I know. Right? Thank
1: goodness. <laughs> I would be horrible at it.
0: But you were the first wife, so that was <laughs> well,
1: good. Well, yeah. It worked out well.
0: Yeah. Anyway, so... You, Said what you want to to your family there, and yeah. Well, thanks so much for coming up, and thank uh, you for having Appreciate me. it, Cherry. You're a sweet lady, and good luck with your family and with all yeah. the people. You mentioned that you work with 41 different people yes. right now. I currently
1: have a load of 41.
0: And your approach to them probably is a little different now too, isn't it? When you deal with them and
1: um, with them. I've always loved them. Yeah, I've always just Serve them out of love and,
0: and you see what tried to do my best God's to help hand them in their lives. And they're so sweet, yes, aren't they? They are. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time on the Ex Mormon Files. This has been the audio podcast of the Ex Mormon Files with host Earlerskin. The Ex Mormon Files is produced by Main Street Church of Brigham City. More information on this program, including the video version of it, can be found at xmormonfiles.com. That's ExMormonFiles.com Do you have an ExMormon story to share? Write us
1: at contact at xmormonfiles.com.